0: Welcome to the That's Good Sports podcast. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. What's up, guys? Uh, Will and I are doing a podcast, so we're going to talk about stuff specifically because at the beginning of podcasts, you're supposed to tell the audience, which ours is very small right now, but we're hoping that it gets to be medium sized, mm-hmm. what you're gonna what you're gonna fucking talk about for for the podcast. So we have. Yeah. We have Broncos news, and we'll always start with Broncos news because That's Good Sports has been built by Broncos fans. So we got Shane Ray's injury stuff. Uh... Will threw in some uniform updates, so yeah. the news is slow. Uh, the Tremaine Brock and Bradley Roby competing for the corner position. And in terms of NFL news, uh, Julian Edelman suspension, we're going to talk about that. Terrell Owens not going to the Hall of Fame induction. And then if we have time, we'll get to Kareem Hunt, who punched a guy in Ohio. Maybe some Ravens talk about them breaking the rules. And maybe – Uh, Just a tiny bit of NBA Finals talk because there's one game left, probably. So uh, yeah, really. Right now we are in. It is June seventh. Say June seventh. Something like that. Yeah, my according to my computer, it is June seventh. Okay. So football football news is slow. And this is our second podcast, so we really picked the hardest time to start doing a <laughs> podcast, uh, which yeah. puts a lot of pressure on us to be entertaining, Will.
1: Yeah, and we're probably not going to live up to the challenge. So, um, no,
0: I, for... I, I look forward to letting everybody listening to this down. Oh, yeah, no.
1: I, yeah, if you guys make it through half of the podcast, that'll
0: be considered a win in my book. Or the people watching right now who just see me fucking rubbing the shit out of my eye. Uh, I I will say, okay, so that's good sports.com. Will's writing articles there. We're going to get the podcast up there at some point soon. Uh, I post this podcast on PodBeam. I'll put a link in the description so you can download and listen to this shit. Like a real podcast this time. Uh, Will's going to help me out with that because I don't know exactly what I'm doing there. Uh, but we're going to get it figured out and make this proper.
1: Yes, we are. You know, what? we're uh, um, graduates of the the School of Podcasting. Um, as you can tell, you know, you, you implemented a day one podcasting lesson today by telling the listeners what we're going to talk about. Um, so, you know, we're we're going to make this thing work. I think. <laughs> All right, let's let's
0: do it. Let's start let's it. Do it.
1: Yeah, all right, so um, the big news for the Broncos this week um, is that Shane Ray is going to undergo surgery on his wrist. That's the same wrist that he injured, uh, I think, at the beginning of training camp last year. Um, so according to Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, not sure which one of them got it first.
0: Uh, I, always, he's gonna, yeah. I, always, I always say Schefter got it first because I like him better than Rappaport. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they're kind of interchangeable.
1: They're both like 5'1", and – you know, kind of nosy-looking dudes, but are they really um, that short? I know Schefter's really short, although I think he wears like platform shoes. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna look it up right now his exactly yeah. right. because as a short man, I like when other guys are short. Oh, I'm sure you're not Schefter short. Uh, <laughs> I see. The first thing I see come up is. I think Adam Schefter is a midget. <laughs> yeah. an investigation, an investigative study on Adam Schefter's height. Uh, I think that's
1: probably where I, I read it, like years and years ago.
0: Shit! Well, give me some numbers here.
1: Yeah, we need some hard, some hard concrete data. This,
0: uh, he's five eight. Oh, he's technically probably <laughs> in a half inch or an inch taller than me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I, wish five. I, wish I don't
1: know. Five. Five. Yeah, he's taller than like Tom Cruise too. Um, that's like my that's like my um, like my mark for for average male height. I think is Tom Cruise at five seven. I like to point that out that he is five seven. Yeah, um, you, but anyway, yeah. We're we're talking about Shane Ray, I think. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I think this makes the Bradley Chubb pick look a lot better. In hindsight, um, I don't know if they foresaw this coming into it because I don't think that's something you can predict. I think they really just went BPA at five and said, hey, yeah. the the old Elway adage of you can't have enough pass rushers. Um, and it's proving to be true. Like, you know, Shane Ray, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. This could very well be his last year with the team. Um, Shaq Barrett may not stick around forever as well. So um, having, having Bradley Chubb opposite Von Miller – um, especially now that Shane Ray is pretty doubtful for the start of the season. Looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, they say he's going to be out three months, right? And what wrist is it? Do you know? Is it his left or right wrist? Uh, I could not tell you. Um, I would imagine that both wrists
1: are pretty important um, if you're a linebacker.
0: Yeah, Will, but I would like to know which one. That's your job from now on. Uh, we're, we're Googling that. The details. Uh the, I mean, the sad thing about this uh, is obviously he is going to have to use his other hand to masturbate for the next three months. And Correct. It's his left. It's his left.
1: Okay. But I don't know it, if he's left-handed or, you know, maybe uh, something happened in childhood, which causes him to, you know, beat off with his left hand. I, yeah, I pray
0: for his sake that he is right-handed because yeah. three months switch hitting is just, I mean, that's <laughs> not going to be fun.
1: No. You'll, I mean, the, the only upside is, like, you'll get that tennis arm going uh, where one arm is just suddenly stronger. much, much stronger than the other one. Um, yeah, and I think, it. you know, suddenly, like, you're able to, to dribble with your left hand when you're playing basketball. Right. Uh, strong to the hoop from the left side. I think there's a lot of advantages that will come from it.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe if they actually get it right this time because they said it was – they just haven't gotten the procedure right in his wrist. Yeah. I know there's ligaments in there. There's nerves. All that shit gets complicated. Uh, so it's going to hinder his, his return for sure. Um, and, it, I mean, it puts even more pressure, I think, on him for this season to perform, uh, not just if he stays with the Broncos, but, you know, putting tape for another team so he doesn't get fucking shortchanged when it's time to sign a new contract.
1: Right, because he has had some pretty bad injury luck throughout his first... Uh, this will be his fourth year, I think, right? right? Um, yeah, and there's kind of been this debate like since the season ended that, is Shane Ray a bust? Because, obviously, he was taken in the middle of the first round. Uh, he was projected to go a lot higher. Like He was like a top 10, maybe, right. like a... Sneaky top five pick. Uh, he fell had he not, asleep
0: in his car or something, and he had weed in there? Or yeah, yeah,
1: like
0: um, which is a really stupid reason
1: not to pick a guy if you think he's talented. Um, but, yeah, L.A. traded up, got him. Uh, and he's had some, some great moments. Like he had that three-sack game against Cincinnati a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, that's kind of been he, – he's been like that. That kind of uh, – second wave guy along with Shaq Barrett while DeMarcus Ware was still there. But he's done some good things, and he's just fallen victim to the injury bug a little too often. But there's kind of been this debate about whether he's a bust or not, and I don't think he is. I think he's just had some bad luck.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of players, unfortunately, if they get injured, uh, they get that, oh, shit. <laughs> ah, they get that label uh, of bust, you know, thrown onto them. Yeah, you can't you can't predict injuries. If you see a guy's had a lot of injuries, um, you know you can maybe pick him later or something like that. But I mean, even then, you it's it's such a guess. So I think when he's had the opportunities, you're right, he's played well. And if you look back to the 2015 draft. Like guys taken right after him, uh, DJ Humphreys, Shaq Thompson for the Panthers. That was, you know, you could argue maybe the Broncos should have taken Shaq Thompson. Um, then, yeah, you've got Burchard Perryman, Byron Jones, Lakin Tomlinson, Philip Dorsett, Demarius Randall. Uh, so, I mean... Still a good pick. Yeah, they'll probably do it unless you know you could take Shaq Thompson. But uh, I just hope he heals. As a Broncos fan, I hope he heals and he plays well and he gets paid. That's I all. agree. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and I do feel a little safer knowing that you know Bradley
1: Chubbs there to get the extra reps while he's yeah. going. So Shaq, Shaq Barrett's really good. He's, yes. I, he's it's so true.
0: Rated, I feel
1: it's like. true. Um, so to move on to the next topic, um, this is of vital importance in my mind. So the NFL canceled their color rush Thursday. Um, I don't know why. I think it was like the only reason that I watched those games. Um, just speaking for myself here, uh, got me on the couch, turning the on the TV every Thursday at five. That's just me. Um, but the Broncos are going to bring back the all orange color rush jersey for a home game against the Steelers. Uh, Brandon, are you a fan of these jerseys? Do you like them? Uh, do you like the decision to bring them back for for one game?
0: I don't like fucking gimmicks, and that's all this shit is. I will say, uh, they're going what orange jersey and orange pants. I think, that's think so. I think I think, they, so. I think if they lost the orange pants with it and went white or blue and used that uh, old st- throwback helmet, like, I think everybody likes the helmet, the, the dark blue helmet with the old logo on it. I think mm-hmm. that's what most fans like. Yeah, it looks cool. And I like that orange, just maybe not as the whole fucking uniform. Um, but I really don't give a shit. I really don't care what they wear uh I don't think it affects the game at all. I know it was a topic. Uh, that's where you're they, wrong. That's where you're wrong. When they wore the the white uniforms for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess I'm superstitious about other stupid shit, so I won't be too hard on it. But, yeah, J- just a little stitious when it comes to the jerseys, though. Right. <laughs> just a l- yeah. Dishes.
1: See, yeah, no, I, I think this would be a good opportunity to get rid of the orange pants because you're not doing the color rush thing anymore. It's not like the Steelers are going to be wearing um, like they're all black, stupid uniforms. Although, who knows, they could wear like those Bumblebee uniforms and that would be just the ugliest uniform matchup perhaps of all time. Um, but yeah, I think get rid of the orange. Just get like white pants with um, an orange stripe down the side. Nothing fancy. Um, take, the, take the modern logo decal off the helmet, put the D on it, you're set. That's a great throwback jersey.
0: If I, if I were an NFL owner, um, let's, say, let's say the Broncos made me their owner instead of one of the Bullen kids. It's a, possible, it's a possibility at this point. And I know people would think this decision would be unpopular, but the first thing I would do is I would go in there and I would change the Broncos' uniforms. I would get rid of orange, I would get rid of blue, and their uniforms would be green. They would be the same color as the green grass they play on. I would okay. want an exact match for every single field. So the, gr- the shades of green are, are going to change in tint slightly, and they would be highlighted with white uh, small white sh- stripes somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. So that uh, the, the defense when, you know, Tom Brady's trying to pass against the Broncos defense, he can't tell the difference between the field and the players. It would be the smartest move in football history. Oh, yes. is that guy covered? Yeah. I can't tell because the Broncos uniforms are the same color as the grass.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit like uh, Boise State with their blue turf.
0: Right. You got to think. So maybe you'd make, uh, you know, the other Broncos stadium an orange turf and you stick with the orange, you know, uniforms. But that's the way I would do it. Also, um, as an
1: added little twist, uh, it's camouflage. You market market the jerseys as like a salute to service. Settles the whole anthem debate once and for all. That's all, you know, that's all fixed. Um, the NFL makes a little extra money. Maybe they they donate it to veterans. Smart. Uh, because a,
0: a genius plan. The Broncos are the most patriotic team in the NFL after that. Right. Yeah. They're the hardest team to identify on uh, on defense. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: my one flaw in your logic is <laughs> – Just the, one. Just, just one. The Jets have been wearing green and white for – about 50 years. Yeah,
0: but it's not an exact match. They don't have a well, color well. scientist employed by their <laughs> team. My first hire would be a color scientist, Will. A color scientist. Yeah. All right. Um,
1: I think I'm just going to move on after that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> okay, so camp battle. I'll, except it's not quite camp. It's an OTA battle, but a position battle at cornerback. Um, after Aqib Tlaib left – Chris Harris Jr. is kind of the the unquestioned number one corner, but the number two corner spot is still up for grabs. Tremaine Brock and Bradley Roby are going at it, trying to secure that number two spot. Um, are you surprised that it's not Roby's to begin with?
0: I guess. I mean, are they actually battling for it? Is that what is that what is happening at OTAs right now? That's what Vance Joseph said. I don't think anything's actually decided. Yeah, I don't trust that goddamn word that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, that's probably a good strategy. He's, um, but, yeah.
0: Like, I think he does a decent job speaking, and I know a lot of people would, would maybe disagree with that, because, one, he never throws his players under the bus. He kind of sounds stupid, uh, but he, de- he doesn't give away information. And I think if you're leaving the fans and media confused at, to, to what you're doing, that ultimately is a good thing. Uh, you got to be a good coach for that to actually matter, and that is the big question mark there. But I, I don't know. I was thinking about this question before we, we talked, because if Tremaine Brock gets that number two spot, it means he's playing really good football you would assume. If, the, yes. if he's the Broncos' number two corner, he's going to be playing very good football because up to this point, like last season, Bradley Roby had a, a great year. So we're assuming that will translate and he'll he'll be the, the technically the number one guy because they want to keep him on the outside. They want to keep Harris in the slot as much as possible. But Uh, So really, you're probably looking at Roby and Brock playing your one, two outside guys and Harris moving to the slot like he usually does, and then playing maybe more outside. But if Brock gets it, you're going to think he's either playing well or Roby's playing shitty. Uh, So let's just hope that Roby locks down that number two spot. And he's great. And the Broncos can lock him into a long-term deal. And Tremaine Brock is good enough to be that third corner. I'm not sure he is. I don't know enough about him. I know he didn't play a lot last year with Minnesota. He had a pretty good year the year before that. But other than that, I just really wish they would have fucking kept Tlaib for Wolf this last season.
1: Yeah, I do too. Um... Yeah, I'm not going to pretend like I I know a ton about Tremaine Brock. I know that he was better with San Francisco than he was with Minnesota last year. But the thing that concerns me is like, Roby never played that well when Tlaib was out. Um, I remember that game, I think two years ago at Oakland, that Sunday night game. uh, Tlaib was out for one reason or another. I'm not sure if it was like injury or suspension more likely. But um, he kind of got picked on a little bit when it was just Harris and then uh, Roby on the outside. Yeah, so. I
0: think – I think I, I agree with that. But I think last year he played better. Uh, yeah. More consistently. But you're – Roby's – was he – he was taking, what, 2014, the Broncos picked Roby up? Yeah. Uh, I remember his first game as a rookie. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. yeah Against the Colts, I believe, was that the opener that year? Yeah, he broke up that pass on fourth down. On okay. the, in the end zone, right? Steal. Yeah. So, he had a strong rookie performance. I mean, I think towards the end of the season, like a lot of rookies do, he started to struggle a little bit. And, uh, yeah, he's been kind of like a hot and cold type corner. Um, I think the athletic skill sets there, I think he's learned to play the position uh, more with, with his instincts more. And like yeah, I'm just hoping he's great every single down, but we're we're gonna find out. Oh, In we pass, are. Yeah. Unless the Broncos pass rush is so good, opposing quarterbacks never get to throw the ball.
1: That's a possibility. Um, let me ask you this: Are you concerned about the guys behind uh, Brock and Roby? The guys like Brennan Langley, yes, um, or the corner? They just drafted a corner, and his name's not coming to mind whatsoever. I've prepared for this thoroughly, as you can tell.
0: Yeah, they drafted uh, – here, I'll tell you. Oh, uh, Isaac Yadam
1: from Boston College. Yeah. Something.
0: So, I mean, their depth is – you got Harris Robey, Tremaine Brock, Brendan Langley, Isaac Yadam or Yadam – Yadam. Is it? Yeah. Do you, somebody told me i say it. And then Mark, uh, Mark, Marcus Rios, who we saw yeah. a little bit last year. Yeah. He was okay. Uh, from what Hunter, I remember, Michael Hunter.
1: Sure, That's a person
0: Smith. Yeah. So I don't know. I lo- I was there. The, I'm a little worried about the cornerback position, but I'm more confident in the safety position with, uh, Justin Simmons is This this will be his sec, second year or third year? This will be year three. Okay, Justin Simmons in his third year. You got the veteran experience in Darian Stewart. I think Sue Cravens could be a huge addition to that secondary. And I think sure. a lot of people are still excited about Jamal Carter as essentially like a linebacker. But Sue Cravens, <clears throat> yeah. I think, is both very good in coverage and a, a, as a run-stopping safety. So... I think, hopefully, I'm hoping that the talent at the safety position maybe eases some of the growing pains that might come with figuring out who that third guy is.
1: Yeah, they've got a lot of uh, guys that can fill in the gaps, I think, at safety. I think Justin Simmons is only going to get better. And, you know, Sue Cravens might end up being that guy that could finally cover tight ends for the Broncos.
0: Right. And I'm yeah. sorry, they have Will Parks too. I oh yeah, I think true. Will Parks' name and Will was a, a utility player last year. Yeah, I mean he played linebacker, he played safety. Uh, they're I'm assuming he's going to be used in a similar fashion. Um, they have him listed as NLB. What is hmm. it, what is NLB? National League of Bowling. It's some sort. They're calling him a linebacker. I think it's like a hybrid safety linebacker term. Yeah. So you've got your Sam, your Will, your inside linebacker, and then the NLB. I don't know what that means. We'll find out by the next podcast.
1: I guess another, like, man's first name, starting with N. Like Nick linebacker or something. Who knows? <laughs> you've got Nick. You've yeah. got uh, Mike and the Nick. Uh-huh. That sounds about right. We'll We'll go with it for now. Um, so you want to transition to a little NFL news? Because God knows there's some big news that just broke. There was and by, today. And by just broke, I mean, like, several hours ago.
0: Right. And, yes, this is that we are transitioning to NFL news as smoothly as two pros can. Let's get our transition music going.
1: (laughs) dun. dun. Okay. Uh, Julian Edelman. Um, Some know him as the Patriots wide receiver. He did not play last year. Um, The last time we saw him was in the Super Bowl against the Falcons. But we're not going to see him for the first four games because he was suspended for PEDs. Well. He's going to get suspended, apparently. He's, yeah. he's appealing it.
0: <laughs> Not so lucky are you now, Julian. No. It's like His one miracle catch that kept that game alive was the last miracle he's getting. Garbage. Uh, yeah. No, it, I, it looks like he'll, he'll be suspended. I was careful in my video to say he's appealing it. I don't think he's going to win the appeal. The best no. I think that will happen is a reduction in the suspension. Uh, But with the tension between Roger Goodell and the Patriots organization, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Uh, What if he's like,
1: how dare you have the audacity to to appeal this four more games?
0: (laughs) Eight total. See, now that would hurt him. An eight-game suspension would hurt them. Yes. Because I'm kind of under the impression that four games is actually going to be good for him. He gets to play in the preseason, so he gets to work that knee a little bit. Uh, then he gets to rest his body for four fucking weeks. Uh, they say, you know, coming off an ACL injury, you really it's the year after you return that you feel 100%. So I think the little extra rest will be a good thing. And it's going to give Tom Brady time to work with his other – shitty receivers who will be fucking amazing because they're playing for the Patriots next year. And by the time Edelman comes back, those guys will be in sync and they'll have a lot of depth. And by the end of the season, we'll be like the Patriots have Brock, they have Edelman and they have all these other guys, whoever the hell they are. I don't know what their, their lineup is right now, but I'm just concerned. It's going to help them somehow. Anytime anything happens to the Patriots though, I'm just like, that's going to help them. That's going to help them somehow. Like if Tom Brady died tomorrow, I'd be like, somehow that's going to help them somehow that's going to help them.
1: They're shooting for Super Bowl 53 now that Brady is deceased. <laughs> I
0: don't know how. I don't know how they do it, but they turn it into yeah. a
1: positive. So the the red flags that this is bringing up in particular um are Julian Edelman's connections to the TB12 method, I suppose, um and Alex Guerrero and whether or not um, the PEDs were acquired from... From Guerrero? Brady's, yeah, personal <laughs> guru, Alex Guerrero. Um, I don't know whether these, these illicit drugs make you um, want to kiss your son on the mouth or not. <laughs> if that's just a side effect, I don't know. Um, but whatever uh, you know, whatever you took, the NFL is clearly testing for it. Um, and I guess what I'm getting at is... Uh, how long has Brady been getting away with taking the same exact substance?
0: <laughs> Probably, I mean, when did him and Guerrero start uh, working together?
1: Well, that we know of, I think it's been like a couple of years at least, maybe more. I'm maybe assuming. While. Let's say 15.
0: Let's say 15. <laughs> I want it to be enough where they take two Super Bowls away for Tom, from Tom yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you can all, you can already take that Falcons one away because without Edelman, they don't win that game. Um, right. I already think you know Brady shouldn't have been the MVP of that game and it should have been James White. Um, I I don't I've blocked that game out of my memory <laughs> as well as I have the Seahawks
0: one. I think the Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah, they never had. Neither of those games ever happened in my no, mind. No, 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 indeed. That game was like.
1: I know we talked about the the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl and how horrible that was last week, but for a game not involving the Broncos in any sport, I think that's as bad as it gets for me. Right. That yeah. was yeah. Ugh.
0: No, I'm well. I would say that, but at halftime, my friend and I were like, "There, this, this, this still, I'm still don't feel good about this." Like. I was like, the pay- I-, I need to see the Falcons score two more unanswered <laughs> touchdowns before I think that they'll actually win this game. And then it fucking happens. So part of me, I think, kind of expected that. With Edelman, with these PEDs, like, I, I would love if he got him from Guerrero and if <laughs> we find out Tom Brady's taking some shit. But I don't think Tom is, uh, I- if I'm being honest. Uh, well, maybe. I mean, he's old and he's still so healthy. But – I think the reason Edelman got busted taking something is because he's trying to recover from an injury. So one of two things happened. He did take something that he knew was banned that they thought they could get away with taking because he's trying to recover from his knee injury. Or, like it's happened with many players, he takes something that he doesn't know has some weird shit in it, and it causes a a missed test. Uh, I would like to figure out what happened there before I really crucify him. And uh, if it, if it turns out he got him, (laughs) I'll make fun of it as hard as I can. You better believe it. I think you should just
1: go with like the old, I think it was, it was one of like the the baseball players, um, possibly Alex Rodriguez, although I'm not entirely sure. Uh, But he's like, I never knowingly took steroids. Right. You know, Hey, you know,
0: sometimes you'd stumble upon some anabolic steroids. I didn't. What I was injecting into my body every day I thought was for hydration. I thought that was vitamin D. It was sunny D yeah. is what they told me. <laughs>
1: I asked them, why can't I just drink it? Why do I have to inject it precisely into my veins?
0: And, and why said, do I don't worry about it. Go into these rages of anger so frequently. <laughs> yeah. And why is my head getting so huge? Yeah, why why are my testicles shrinking at this alarming rate? Um, I, I will say, with, with Edelman out, those first four games, uh, I mean, the Patriots they play the they played Jacksonville and they play, really, I think they play Houston. Let me look up their schedule really quick. <clears throat> Probably like Buffalo
1: or something. They always play Buffalo early. Always an easy win.
0: It is okay. So they open with the Texans. Not an easy game. No, so they have the Texans, the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Dolphins. So those is are. It at, is it at Miami or in New England? It is in New England.
1: Okay. Well, that's so they'll nice, beat the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, they will.
0: But they're on the road against Jacksonville and Detroit. So it's tough. So th- those first three games are tough. And, you know, without Edelman, they might lose a couple there. And that would be nice. But, I mean, they still have Chris Hogan. They got Jordan Matthews this offseason. Oh, that's right. Corderell Patterson, Malcolm Mitchell, Philip Dorsett, Ken, uh, Kenny Britt still on the roster. I mean, they'll be, f- they'll be fucking fine.
1: Yeah, sadly they will. Um, I don't know. I was getting a little bit of like Schadenfreude, kind of listening to all the you know the Brady and Gronkowski will they or won't they retire stuff over the off season, <laughs> because it just like felt like finally, you know, we say this every year, but like finally the cracks are starting to show a little right. bit, and just with how everything came crumbling down in the in the Super Bowl, um, and how that turned out, it just feels like. They're kind of on the downward trajectory a yeah, little bit. We hope bit. so. We hope yeah. So. And this might be further evidence um, for that. But you know what? Like you said, it'll probably end up being a positive for them. So, and that's just, Damn. that is the Patriot way. It's going to be better for them. Yeah. All right. So you want to go to another uh, rival of the Broncos and some, some more misfortune for them? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about Kareem Hunt, of course. He punched a man. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Kareem Hunt Hunt punched a guy in Ohio, right?
1: Yeah. Well, the craziest part of the story is that it was at an Ohio resort. (laughs) Right. I've never heard of a Midwestern resort.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny you say that because the way I – that's a video I'm going to upload after we finish this is I start the episode off saying, like, you're, you're not wrong in thinking the words resort in Ohio should not be <laughs> yeah. right next to each other. Uh, yeah, it was some verbal confrontation. He punched a guy. The guy supposedly not going to press charges and didn't need medical attention, which to me means dream hunt. Weak doesn't punch. Do. Yeah, weak punch. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but this is second off the second off-the-field thing that happened uh, this offseason, both in Ohio. Because I in just, February, and, I, and neither what like, the first one sounded like he was trying to control a situation. They were trying to kick a girl out of a party at his house. She was underage. She was starting shit with other people. She was yelling the N-word, I believe. Like, they were just trying to get her away from this situation and sure. pushed her or something. So, I think he was fine there. This, if the guy doesn't press charges, he'll be okay. But it's like, he might just need to evaluate, like what he's doing where he's spending his time and yeah get the fuck out of Ohio is my, <laughs> what
1: my day. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously he went to Toledo so I'm guessing that he's from Ohio. Sure. And don't care. Oh, get yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. He's probably never like, go
0: back to Ohio.
1: He's probably hanging out with some, some old friends that are potentially up to no good, but
0: I, think what's happening yeah. to the Cavaliers is good. Ohio yeah. is cursed right now. Will you can't if you're an athlete (laughs) no indeed for all Um, the good people living in ohio like i don't have a problem with ohio i lived in wichita kansas for six years i've got midwest in my blood okay i'm not talking shit about ohio i'm talking about it's not a great spot for athletes right now just don't want to lose that ohio demo don't want to lose that ohio demo yeah if you're listening and you're in ohio Please we love forgive
1: you. us for the for the Ohio slander on this podcast. But if he can't like if he can't stay out of trouble in Ohio, how's he gonna stay out of trouble like in Las Vegas when he plays there every year? Uh starting in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty when
0: the Raiders move. Well he'll have limited time in Vegas. He'll be there with the team. It only takes it only takes a couple hours, Brandon. Yeah, anybody who's been to Vegas knows. Yeah. You made yeah. one weird decision. You're like, wait, why am I at this place at 4 a.m. right now?
1: Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, game starts in six hours. I should I should be on the field warming up right now uh, yeah, instead.
0: Yeah, I I mean I like I don't know a lot about Kareem Hunt. I don't think he has like I don't think it's a there's these giant character issues. I just think he's putting himself in situations where he's hanging around people that probably aren't. Putting him in the best situation. Right, I, I right. I could be wrong. Like both of these things aren't that big a deal. I mean, like when you punch somebody, it's a big deal. But if the guy's pressing charges, I think there's probably more to this situation and the guy's probably the other guy's probably the one who started it. Or he's a chief. I wonder what, yeah. True. Doesn't want to hurt his team. <laughs> I wonder he, what that guy said to make him Right.
1: Uh, provoke that punch from Kareem Hunt. And to follow up on that, have you ever uh, punched a man or been punched? Have you been involved in a fist fight before?
0: Uh, I've never punched anybody, but I've, I've been punched in the face by one of my friends that caught me completely off guard. And <laughs> instead of like... Let's see, I was like 12. And I was hanging okay. out with two of my friends. We're playing basketball. And uh, one of my friends didn't like that I was, I don't know, probably talking shit during the game. Like, not serious shit talking. And he just... he did this at first is why i didn't think he was gonna hit me <laughs> did this and punched me and uh, me and my other friend ran off into the prairie and just were like why did he do that <laughs> that was really weird of him and then uh, it was uh just awkward and uncomfortable yeah and i wasn't i was 12 so i wasn't like a man enough to really be like man i should have hit him back and tried to see what happened there but <laughs> usually when you're five foot seven will like me you try to avoid confrontation and in college i saw some of my big guy friends getting some fights that i avoided uh like the plague but uh any time, i might have talked my way into a situation where a fight was gonna happen we were pretty good at talking ourselves out of that situation.
1: I mean, if you can talk your way into it, you know, you right? You talk your way out as well. If you got like a silver tongue like that, I kind of regret like not getting into a bar fight at some point in college um, because that's like the last chance you get to like get in a fight and people kind of write it off as like, oh, boys will be boys. But now, right. you know, now if I get into a bar fight, like I'm just going to jail. So
0: yeah, exactly. Really anymore. And I feel like I feel like I could take a punch. I mean, if somebody hits you right, nobody can take a punch. Like, yeah, if you hit the right way, you're going down. I think my concern would always be like the group attack that might ha- happen. True, if I would be the one guy on the ground where three guys were beating the shit out of me, where like two other guys were wrestling around. I just like. I don't know. I think the the fear is being the one person with not being able to defend yourself.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it escalates. Like, you know, you throw a punch back, they go grab a baseball bat. You know, suddenly you guys are, you know, launching nuclear weapons at each other. That's just yeah. how violence escalates. It's the cycle of violence, as we know.
0: Right. I, I will say, I'm after hearing this story, I'm not. Uh, I'm not afraid to fight Kareem Hunt. No, no. I mean, he's he's like.
1: He's kind of small, like he's kind of a scat back to begin with. It's not like you're taking a punch from, like, Christian Okoye. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which would, I think, kill both of us.
0: Well, I mean, if me and Steve if, – if it were me and Steve Atwater versus yeah. Christian Okoye and Kareem Hunt, I, I think – I like your chances. Who's winning. I think I know who's winning.
1: Yeah. Well, we saw who won that. I mean, I didn't. I was not alive, but, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. You're young.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, Kareem Hunt, uh, bad news there for another rival, of the Broncos, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, another AFC team had some bad news as well. The You're skipping Baltimore. the big news. Wait, what's no. the Oh, T.O. Ah, I've got the rundown all mixed up. I did, like, a little outline on paper, too. Um, that was a mistake by me. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Um, Nobody cares about the Ravens OTAs. You know who's never played for the Ravens? Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. <laughs> But he might because he says he still wants to play at age forty-four. I would love for him to come back. I oh, would too. Am I wrong in thinking like he could catch like four touchdowns in a year?
0: No, I think he. I think if he came back, he could catch sixty passes and yeah. four I touchdowns. To.
1: He's like the most athletic player I've seen ever, probably.
0: Yeah, I lost. mean, his uh, the. I think the only thing that would like hinder him is if he got hurt. Yeah. But he hasn't played, like, I don't know. His body looks, he looks like he's 27 years old. So I wouldn't be surprised if he came back and was decent. Uh, What is surprising, the actual news is he's decided not to attend the Hall of Fame enshrinement. He is not going to receive his gold jacket with everybody else. But he did say he's going to do his own celebration at a different time, and he's going to tell everybody when that is. (laughs) Mike, why not do both? You you could literally yeah. do that and still go to the Hall of Fame enshrinement, which really is never, like, a big controversial thing. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. It's everybody like going to generally likes doing it. And I, maybe he's pissed because he had to wait one extra – is it one extra year or two extra years? I think it was two. Two years to get – you're still in, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He figured I mean- out a way to make this thing about him, which is – which is impressive. Genius, genius T.O. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: that's vintage Terrell Owens, uh, if I've ever seen it. But yeah, I like that he's, like, telling us when his celebration's going to be, like, as if he's going to invite us or something. Oh, it's like, no, it's, better.
0: It better be be on, you better be able to watch it, yeah. My only, like, I don't know why he's doing this. Uh, in my in the video, I, I, my guess is, like, there's a way for him to make money, and we all know he's broke as fuck, so maybe yes. by not going – he can secure some sort of sponsorship deal for uh, a video celebration, you know, that's documented, but that's literally my only guess. Um, yeah. Um, I, I think he'll probably end up
1: regretting this in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, you know, this was kind of a once in a lifetime thing being inducted into the hall of fame. Uh, as we know, no one's ever done it twice. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, really like- back. How many people do they put in there every year? Six or seven? Yeah, a handful. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: And the speeches are always pretty good, uh, from what I've seen. Last year was great, like T- or Terrell Davis and Morton Anderson, Brett Favre. Those are some good ones.
0: They're they're too long for my liking. They're
1: a little long. Although what? I was e- I was eating that Terrell Davis one up, so of course, because it's
0: TD. Yeah, couldn't not long enough in my opinion. Terrell Davis could talk for an hour probably about home loans and be like, pretty good job by Terrell, guys. Yeah. You hear this guy? (laughs) He's a genius.
1: He's the most inspiring man I've ever heard.
0: Okay. So tell me what the fuck happened with the Ravens and then uh, we'll get out of here. Sure. Um, So they got punished
1: for uh, an undisclosed matter. Uh, but it's not the first time that they've lost OTAs. They they're losing two OTAs. Two OTA days. One, yeah, two sessions. So they're losing the one that was supposed to happen today, and then the one tomorrow. Oh. Um, and this is not the first time it's happened. They lost it, I think, a couple years ago, and that was for contact during OTAs, right. like they were like hitting guys. Um, not like the coaches were like hitting players, but like the players were like engaging in. Contact drills, which you're not supposed to do. Yeah, until training camp. Um, so yeah, they're you know they got busted again. Um, but my question is, like, this is the second time they've got gotten busted for that. Um, they uh, Ray Lewis had like his his like deer antler spray stuff the the year that they won the Super Bowl and the murders. But yeah, <laughs> the deer antler spray. Yeah, I mean, those, that's like second on the list, I think. Um, but are the Ravens kind of like an under-the-radar, sneaky, cheater organization? Cheaty team? A cheating team? Yeah, a little, yeah
0: a little bit. Hey, it doesn't really get brought up. I feel like there's another thing that happened to them.
1: Yeah, I'm missing it's something. Off-season. Sure.
0: Yeah, you're missing something. I can't remember what it is either. I feel like they got in trouble for some other shit. And it was like one of these things where – They got fined for an extra practice or a, I don't know. They're, they might be, they
1: They might be under the
0: radar, sneaky, cheating. They cheated the city of Cleveland out of an entire sports franchise. (laughs) That's a big one. They definitely did. And uh, the reason you don't go to Ohio Kareem Hunt is because (laughs) of the Ravens. Yep. The Ravens. it It all ties together in a way.
1: Um, so, do you think it's a fair punishment for probably the same infraction that I they think, I guess a couple I, years ago? Should they, like, double down because it's happened
0: before? I, maybe. I mean, I don't really give a shit. It's OTAs. Like, I don't even care about the Broncos OTAs. Nah, I no. All <laughs> I want is, like, to get through OTAs and see nobody got injured. And Shane Ray, you know. Yeah, was, we're already off, off to a bad start. Injury, but, that's the only like relevant news to me. Like, I don't care if Tremaine Brock and Roby are battling right now, or if uh, Deshaun Hamilton and uh, Sutton were taking reps with the the first team. Like, it means shit right now because you can't you can't hit during OTAs. So you're just practicing unless you're the Ravens. Apparently, at, unless you're the Ravens, that's yeah. why. They're like, Hey, we'll do one day of practice where we go all out. We're going to get hitting in, uh, then they're going to take away the next two days guys. But I-, I would rather get one day of real practice in that'll benefit us later in, uh, November, November yeah. 13th. We'll be very happy. We took this one day to hit each <laughs> other in June.
1: Yeah. Potentially a selfless move by the Ravens right. trying to give podcasters like us some content, some stuff to talk about. Exactly. In the middle of June, the most okay. useless month in the NFL.
0: <laughs> so you wanted to close this off with NBA basketball talk. I've been watching, so I'm up to speed. Yep. Warriors are up three to zero. Correct. Uh, ne- fi- well, the next game is is Friday, right? Tomorrow? Uh-huh. Yeah, in Cleveland. Game four in Cleveland. Well, what, what are your thoughts? On game four or the first three games? No, just game four. And then if you want to say something else, do it.
1: Um, I think there's like a 35% chance that Cleveland will win. Um, Although if I was a Cavalier, I'm not sure if I would want to win just to get roasted back in Oakland. Like, all right, we won game four. Uh, No one's ever come back from 3-0. In 131 opportunities, it's never happened in the NBA. Didn't happen for them last year, even though they won game four uh, last year after being down 3-0 as well. Um, I don't even know if, like, I want to get on another plane after after seeing what's happened in the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think LeBron James is going to want to win just because if he doesn't, he's going to take more shit for no reason. Uh, The rest of the team probably doesn't want to win because – Nobody ever fucking talks about them anyway. And, yeah, it would just be easier if we're in Cleveland. We can just go home (laughs) instead of going out to Oakland, California for another game that we're definitely going to lose. Yeah, I think it will end end Friday. I think the Cavs have a chance to win if the Warriors don't play well. But Curry and Thompson already didn't play well uh, yesterday. And Kevin Durant fucking carried the team. So the chances that both of those guys are off again, I think, are slim. And I think it's – I think the Cavs might get blown out tomorrow. I think,
1: yeah, it could very well be like LeBron is like, I'm tired of like doing everything for you guys. I'm just going to schedule my flight to Houston already.
0: He's going to be like, I'm not – I'm not gonna try, I'm just gonna score 35 points and Yeah. Yeah, subpar performance for LeBron. But my question is
1: do you think uh say it goes to like five games, so the Cavs steal game on Friday. Uh, LeBron plays about the same as he has the whole series. Uh do you think he could potentially win finals MVP despite losing? No. You don't think so? It's happened
0: before. It happened in 1969 with uh, Jerry West. That was a long time ago. Yes, and I think yes. uh, I think the Cavs or the the Warriors have had guys that have played uh, really good basketball. I mean, I don't know. Like the the
1: game last night, though, like kind of threw that off for me because it would have been Steph Curry had he played acceptably last night, but he was terrible. Um, and Kevin Durant, as good as he was last night, he was not very good in Game One. He was like pretty nearly the reason that they lost. Um, so I don't think that there's been one player on Golden State who's, you know, been anywhere near LeBron.
0: Yeah, but I, I think for your for your situation to happen, I think the, the Cavs would have to win the next two games. Fair. Uh, and LeBron would have to score over 45 in both of those games and probably get over 50. He'd probably have to break his 51-point record again to make it happen. Uh, he – He would have to push this series, I think. Because – and I'm a LeBron supporter. I love the way he plays the game. I think he's fun to watch. I think he's as good as you can say he is. Um, But – and it's not fair because the Warriors just – they have too many players to – to keep games alive. That's why they're hard to beat. Even when you're playing against the best player in the world, uh, because the Cavs don't play good enough defense to keep the games competitive. Um, I think he would have to, he would have to blow our minds two more times <laughs> this series. Well, she might do. Who knows? He could. No, that's, it is not out of his reach. Yeah. But I, I think the, I think Curry's going to play well tomorrow. And I think he'll probably get MVP. Yeah. I just think like,
1: it's always the debate to like the definition of the word valuable. And you'd say that LeBron is infinitely more valuable to the Cavaliers than right. any one player is to the Warriors. Like they're probably still a finals team. If you take any one of those four players out of the lineup Yeah, and replace them with like a league average player. And obviously if you replace LeBron with a league average player, the Cavaliers this year probably win like 15 games.
0: No, yeah, he's that good. He is the most valuable player in the NBA every single year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's because he does so much well. Like, you look at a guy like uh, Russell Westbrook, who scores a ton of points every game, but he doesn't make his team a threat the way LeBron James does. You know what I mean? He's one-dimensional in his greatness. Russell Westbrook is. LeBron James – And I'm sure there's things James can could do better as a player. I don't watch
1: for one. Right.
0: But I mean, really, if I'm if I were coaching the Cavs, my focus would be on getting great defense out of the four other players every single possession in the game. I mean, that's the thing that the Rockets did to the Warriors was played solid defense, and they made it hard for them to score points and do what they do well, and the Cavs have made no attempt to basically try and stop the Warriors from scoring at will. So, I don't know. We're getting into a different, different yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, and I think if you were the, the coach of the Cavaliers, you would also advise them to move out of the state of Ohio. Yes, get out yeah. of Ohio. And I think that, that kind of ties a neat little bow on the whole thing, don't you? There we go. Yeah, so there you have it.
0: Episode, episode two. Do. We did it, Will. Just barely. All, All right, oh. last time. Don't forget to follow Will Keys on Twitter yep. at keys yeah at will keys six or underscore correct just six yeah will keys six check out that's good where will's writing great articles uh, the reason will's writing is because his writing is funny it's much funnier than I am funny. in person so yeah, like if you think will sucks right now, just read his, you do? just read his words yeah they're, they're yeah. delightful um and yeah pod podbeam beam shh, find this podcast with just help us help us
1: <laughs> well yeah we'll like we might guide you there but you're gonna have to do most of the work if you want yeah. to find this and
0: listen to it if you're on youtube uh i'll put a link in the description
1: yeah. okay we might tweet it out too well but
0: yeah we'll see. We'll okay see. yeah we're
1: done sure. bye i think so